Hey! Happy 2023! <laughs> Happy New Year! <laughs> it's weird to say that because it's actually it December yeah. 8th right mm-hmm. now. It is of 2022. Early. <laughs> so we're imagining how good we're going to feel. you. Happy Hello New from Year. the past. Yes. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> what do I want myself to know? Yeah. January 1st. Right? We'll find, yeah, 15th, actually, yeah. January 15th when you're hearing this. But <laughs> welcome back to the podcast. We've missed you. I hope you had a great Christmas. Mm-hmm. This is Capital Stories. It's Eric and Kelly. And this is a podcast we talk to real people about real issues and explore intersections of life and faith to encourage you in your personal walk with Jesus. Today's a unique episode. Why? Because mm-hmm. we don't have a guest. We don't. It's just me and you today. It's just Talking us. Around they the table. are stuck with You're us stuck today. stuck with us. You're welcome or I'm sorry. We're our first guests. We are the guests <laughs> and the hosts all in one. <laughs> and we are excited to tell you about our plans for the podcast mm-hmm. through the next several months. Mm-hmm. You know, full disclosure... Eric and I work on a church staff. I mean, you might know that. And and it it is Capital Church, (laughs) in case you don't know. And so we have mastered what it means to follow Christ because we are on a church staff. We we are professionals at this, as you (laughs) would. I wish you could see our faces right now. Um, I am being sarcastic. We have not mastered discipleship. But Working on a church staff means you are just really a little extra spiritual, Eric. Um, (laughs) And so just before we dive into our really, truly important subject, there is a question that I... I've just been dying to talk to Eric and really to let all of you know something very important about how chili is to be eaten. (laughs) I just want to ask you, Eric, like growing up in Nebraska... I just want to set the stage. It was a little cold. Well, yeah. Right? Okay. And you had chili. We had chili. A lot of people. Not necessarily just in the winter, though, Kelly. Oh, my goodness. Okay. How did you have chili? This is a whole thing. How did you eat chili? I didn't know that this was weird (laughs) until I didn't live in Nebraska, but. Chili always goes with cinnamon rolls. Okay, what? Always. I know. <laughs> with just a cin- back up there for a minute. Always goes with what? And a cinnamon roll. Like, in a... Together? Incorrect. I told Kelly this recently, and she was excited to try it. Yes, I was. And I was so disappointed yeah, and okay. felt guilty. Yeah, let me just tell you what happened, because this is ridiculous. <laughs> I ruined it perfectly. Good cinnamon roll. And a bowl of chili by dumping the chili on top of the I cinnamon did. roll. You did it wrong. I was like... You did it wrong. It was like chip beef on toast. I don't... <laughs> Does you just, know what just that like, anymore? pull like, apart the cinnamon roll and maybe dunk and I, eat. I don't know. It's just... It doesn't go on top. Okay, so how did you have it? Just, just like I said, pull apart a piece. Maybe oh, you'll dunk you it. Dunk you'll it. eat it. Or you just eat it for dessert afterwards. Uh-huh. But it always went together. Always, always, always. And then mm, I moved out of Nebraska and I was like, together. wait a minute. Does it? Oh, never mind, everyone. <laughs> and I like Googled it like chili, you know, chili. And, and of course, chili and cinnamon rolls comes up. And I'm like, the next word is Nebraska. And I was like, oh, oh I'm the weird one. Okay. So it's a cultural so, thing. It is. To Nebraska. And it's central to my discipleship. <laughs> it is. Thank you for sharing that, actually. <laughs> Food is really important. It's really important so. around here. <laughs> but in all seriousness, oh. we we want to yeah. talk about discipleship. We do. And this yeah. series that we've kind of mapped out for the new year centers around that. You know, mm-hmm. we, we make New Year's resolutions often and they're well intended. And this whole idea of growth and expanding ourselves in positive directions is it feels good. Right. And we yeah. want to lean into that this new year. But specifically with our discipleship mm-hmm. and growing closer to Christ. Yeah. In every aspect of our life. 
discipleship is so daily. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we think, okay, great. Like we get inspired, we get a challenge or maybe even a push in the right direction, maybe from a weekend service, which Mm -hmm. is, is wonderful. But it's like, what do we do when we walk to our car and then the rest of the week when we're at work or we're at home or we're doing our daily activities, our daily life. And how do we live out the discipleship, like the practical steps or the practice of following Jesus in all of the hats and roles that we wear and that we do? How do we deepen our faith during the week? And how does our discipleship intersect in just the Monday through Friday? So I'm excited about this series because we've talked to some staff members, actually. And we joked earlier about our staff being professional Christians. And we (laughs) we were sarcastic because the reality of this is, you know, we're all human and we're all, Mm -hmm. all of us included, you know, on on staff are, are, we are thinking about our discipleship Mm -hmm. as well. You know, it's it's not a given for anyone. Mm -hmm. It's a purposeful action, Mm -hmm. you know, to focus on discipleship. So we thought it'd be fun to talk to our team Mm -hmm. about their discipleship personally in different aspects of their life. Mm -hmm. So we'll we'll talk about marriage, we'll talk about finances, we'll talk about leadership and feedback and worship and and just different things that we all can be thinking about, Mm -hmm. but that our church staff is working on in a very public way and in, in a way that's, yeah. um, I don't know, maybe people, I don't know how you'll respond to this, but how you'll be surprised by I don't know their insights or their vulnerability. But we're excited to talk to them, our, our team about this. And one of the cool things about talking to our team, Eric, and I know you share this opinion with me, is we get to see their discipleship up close and personal on a daily basis, yeah. Monday through Friday during the week when we're making hard decisions or our different areas of responsibilities overlap and we have to troubleshoot different things together and we have to make plans together. And it's like, it's beautiful to see (laughs) such genuine dynamics or fruit Mm -hmm. from their walk with Christ coming out in those really normal exchanges, you know, deadlines or disappointments with a, you know, a printer or, you know, something that's happening. It's just so normal. You mean the church printer doesn't just work miraculously? exactly. (laughs) (laughs) There's an angel that just hovers over, you know, it's like, no, I mean, or, you know, they have real life issues that they face and they come into work and we have times where we, we kind of let those things interrupt us a bit and we, we talk and we listen to one another and we support each other. And I've worked in different ministry environments, and this has been such a healthy Mm. environment that I've observed, and I love that. Mm. But I love that it's authentic, and I love that we're real humans. And so I think that brings a really special element to this, that we get to see this up close and personal. You're not going to hear anything canned on this. (laughs) This is real people really following Jesus and trying, you know, like, (laughs) okay. Well, Eric, I have had a couple questions that I've been thinking about, just, just that I'd love to ask you about and Mm -hmm. talk about with spiritual disciplines. And there's just a few things that we hear on a regular basis on, you know, the weekend messages or in our different teachings or different ministries across Capitol. But we talk so much about different spiritual disciplines. Mm -hmm. So like different ways of connecting with Christ in maybe it's a season of life that there's something (laughs) that we do that's just for that season 
maybe it's a go-to that we we always do. Yeah. You know, I don't know, but I'm so curious about you. Like what <laughs> has been a spiritual discipline for you that has like really connected you to Christ, whether yeah. it's like a long-term thing or maybe it was just a seasonal thing. The long-term discipline that most resonates with me is honestly like worship mm. and and mm-hmm. centering my mind and mm. my my attitude and my emotions around who God is and what he's done for mm-hmm. me. And that often comes out through through music. Mm. So if, if there was one thing that's been like a very consistent, you know, discipline, it's like really focusing on lyrics of worship songs and even old hymns. But then it's like, we talked about this earlier where like different seasons make for different things that really mm. resonate with, yeah. with me or with anyone, I think. And that's especially true when it comes to like seasons that maybe are quote easier. It's mm. sometimes actually harder to get into the discipline. Yes, and why um, is that? I, I, right? Like, I think, if you know, things are like, okay, so things are going maybe things smooth. Things are going well. Or, yeah. I've got this guy. So why are we not connecting with him maybe in it's this? It's a great question. It's just the moment of desperation where you're like, mm-hmm. things are not good. I've got mm-hmm. no other option mm-hmm. but to pray and, and just plead. Yeah. <laughs> but like, when things are fine, yeah. it can be easier to just assume you've got this or yeah. lose sight of like, oh yeah, it's actually God that is helping me get this and like mm-hmm. he's everything that I'm able to do right now on my own accord is not actually on my own accord it's because <laughs> of God but I can lose sight of them attributing it to him mm-hmm. and just think oh, I've got this it's things are going well things are good yeah right yeah I can so relate to that. It can be easy to just take it for granted or shorten my time with the Lord yeah. or, hey, yeah, yeah thanks God way, for yeah. the food and I'm going to move on with my right. day. Right. <laughs> or in like really oh. busy seasons, it's like you have to really think about, I nope, I've got to commit to this discipline. I've got to, you know, yeah. actually read. I've got to actually pray and I've got to, yeah. I've got to make sure it happens because the alternative mm-hmm. is like you rush out of bed and you're late to something already and then yeah. go, go, go lifestyle that we all have. Yes prevents you from having it naturally work into your schedule Mm -hmm. to spend time with God, Mm -hmm. right? And so that's another time that it's difficult is when you're not prioritizing it, you know? I just honestly went through kind of a, I I finished a discipline that I haven't done in a really long time. And that was, well, I've never done this one before, but where I I, I have a couple of times read the Bible through the year, okay? Mm-hmm. I've started it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate. And I get like a weekend and I'm like, I am like nine chapters behind. That I was know. just one day that I missed. So like, I would just give up. But this last year, I really I had a hard time reading the Bible. Uh, just, you know, some of the things that we had gone through, I just, I don't mm. know. It was like, uh, maybe it was a resistance. I don't, I don't really know exactly. And I didn't want to overthink it too much or bring mm-hmm. shame. Cause I'm like, no, God help me to figure out a way to connect with you. Yeah. And, and I felt like what he was showing me was to listen to the Bible. Mm. And so I thought, wow, I have this, I have a commute every day to work so yeah. I can listen to the Bible. And I did that and I finished it and I was like, oh, good. I want a break now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's not really great because I need to, you know, I need <laughs> to keep, keep connecting with God. <laughs> and then I wasn't even sure what I wanted to do, mm. but I had a friend who didn't even ask me, which I love this, actually. She just brought me a book. She brought me an Advent book. And it is all Bible reading. And it's guided. Oh. And so I, I, and I love it. And it's helping me to get back into reading God's Word. And it's beautiful. It's yeah. just a beautiful book. And so 
she didn't ask me. She handed it to me one Sunday and yeah. said, Hey, I got a few of these. I wanted you to have one. And so I know I'm re- she's reading it too, which also helps. That's yeah, helpful. But yeah. it's like these scriptures are coming alive to me and I've read them for years. Yeah. But um, yeah. it's just been so meaningful. I can relate to two things that you said just now too with the yearly Bible plans. I've done that a few times too. And, you know, sometimes it's great and sometimes I'm really into it. But then there's, I think probably it's safe to say most days mm-hmm. when I'm doing that, I'm mm-hmm. like, let's check the box. <laughs> yes, like, exactly. oh my gosh, I've got this many more chapters. And I'm just like speed reading. Like, oh, yep, I've done this past before. I know kind of where it's going. Like, yep, <laughs> kind of skim this one. You know, and it's like, am I really getting much out of this or am I just like committing to this obligation yeah. more than a discipline of, of growth. Yeah. And so, you know, I've, I've heard people talk about different approaches to reading the Bible, right? And I think for me personally, I found the, like the Advent study, you said like a, a more helpful way to actually commit to, to reading daily and, mm-hmm. and getting something out of your reading mm-hmm. is like, here's a little bite-sized study on a thing yeah. using scripture as a guide. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I found more, you know, help with that sort mm-hmm. of thing. But anyway, the second thing that you were talking about that actually just came up at a staff meeting today with our team was this idea of reading the Bible communally. Mm, yes. And how much more we get out of it when we're not just like ingesting it ourselves. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think we all would advocate for mm-hmm. personal time with God, right. right? Yeah. But then there's a step further that's like, we can have shared understanding mm-hmm. and we can gain something from reading the word together T- that we wouldn't have seen it. on our own. Yeah. 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 And just the, the way it, the same passage might manifest in someone else's life mm-hmm. because of their circumstances and, and what they're going through can open up your eyes mm. to seeing his word in a new way. Yeah. You don't read it the same. Right. You know, especially if what someone has shared leaves an impression on you it's like you how can you look at that the same way and it is so inspiring i love that communal because it it is meant to be shared right and we are wired for community and so of course god knows that (laughs) that that will work for people that will work won't it he knew that yeah all along (laughs) it's amazing (laughs) around capital we we have it written and we say it all the time. These three words journey with us. Mm. It's important that we are becoming disciples of Christ. Right. And I've had different conversations with people over the years and Christianity for better or for worse, we talk a lot about conversion experiences mm-hmm. and, 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 and the and one and done salvation. Yes. And it's like, yeah. Oh, you're a convert to, you know, Christianity. And, and I know at one time in our culture that that was emphasized more than, yeah. than, you know, at other times, but, and it's not unimportant no, now. Exactly. You know, but, yeah. It's yeah. still important. It's a, it's a decisive moment in a person's mm-hmm. life where uh, it changes everything. And it's right? the truth, you know, we yeah. are transformed and yes. we become new. And that is absolutely that is that's a moment. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. And but yet there's this difference between being a convert and becoming a disciple where conversion yeah. is this first experience or this initial, wow, I really need Jesus in my life. Yeah. That recognition, I think, of we need him. Yeah. And then becoming a disciple is is this practical, daily, yeah. one step at a time journey, yeah. really, where, you know, it's not cliche. I mean, we are on a 
trip. You right. know, we're we are going on a journey, and the the twists and turns of the road, and and the the things that life brings, and yet we are still in this right. this state of becoming. Right, right. It's, and, it is a journey okay. constantly. We're not we're not done when we say right. We want to follow Jesus. It's something that we continue to to decide. Right. Like we are following Jesus, and I don't want to make any big theological statements <laughs> no. here, Eric. But like, I love that this process means we keep submitting, we right. keep relying on Christ, we keep digging deeper, and life throws so many curveballs yeah. at us. It almost feels like discipleship is like a step beyond conversion mm. where it's like the yeah. conversion is the moment where, yeah, I'm all in. Yeah. Discipleship is the realization that you've got to say that every moment of every day. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, there are times you when live that's, it. you got to live it yeah. and you've got to make the choice that that is how you're committing mm -hmm. every moment of every day. That's not easy. Right. From my experience, like talk of, you know, cultural Christian talk about salvation and conversion I want to say maybe discounts mm. the the challenge of the everyday mm. and the the reality of this is an ongoing yeah uh, you've got to keep working at this mm -hmm. you know cuz there's for all the right reasons there's all kinds of joy and like yay you're saved <laughs> of course of course that's yes. great but then it's like you got to you know remember that you're saved tomorrow mm -hmm. when life gets hard again mm -hmm. and you got to keep you know living out the reality that you're saved and that you're you're no longer the leader of your own life yeah in that right. sense like you're following christ yeah he is the leader he's right. the the one you're looking to and that's an adjustment it totally is <laughs> yeah so so yeah I, yeah i'm glad we're having this little clarifying moment just to define like discipleship and what it means to us and our community. Cause I think that really plays into what our hope for the next few months will be is this is not a one and done. I've said the prayer and we're good. This is a, I'm deciding every day to say the prayer of dependence on you, God, and in this moment and in this aspect and in this aspect mm -hmm. in all of it. How would you define surrendering? Mm -hmm. Like, it's surprisingly so for me, and I'll just say this, and then I totally, I want to hear what you would have to say. Like, it's one of the hardest things that I, it, in seasons of my life, it has been one of the hardest things for me to do. And then surprisingly so, it's been one of the easiest things for me to do. Hmm. And it's like, I usually have the, it's usually harder for me because I want my own way. Yeah. But... Like, do you this, know, could you pinpoint like when it's easy and when it's hard? Somehow when the circumstances are so raging or so big or so out of control, it's like, I know I have no control and I have in my daily walk with Christ, I have built a foundation with him. And so I tend to lean into trust with him and say, okay, well, you're in control. I've got, you've got me. I, I understand that there's, this is completely out of my control. So I'm just, I'm going to have to wait and see how you work it out, Lord. But then in the daily things that I feel like I have more control over, it's harder for me to surrender because mm, I think yeah. I need to either a help the Lord because he really <laughs> needs my insight on how to handle things. <laughs> wow. <laughs> or I don't think about yeah. him. 
mm-hmm. I think, oh, I just need to do this. I just need to figure this out. And what's interesting, though, is in those daily moments when I I actually remember to say, God, I need your help. Mm-hmm. And it's maybe it's a conversation with my kid. And it's like, wow, I really need his wisdom because I'm not sure what to say right now. And I have a lot of fear about saying the wrong thing because I don't want to wreck my child or, you know, <laughs> like give the wrong yeah. advice or, you know, direct in the wrong way or, you know, I, I really, I'll stop and even just in my mind, just think a prayer like, yeah. okay, Lord, please help me. And, and when I surrender in those moments, he actually gives me wisdom yeah. and I'm so surprised because it's like, oh, well, this is small, but it's not. That's it's like, that was huge. That's yeah. exactly what you needed in the yeah, moment. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. and, and so I, 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 and I don't know why, maybe because there's a semblance of, I feel like I'm in control of this, so I don't lean on him as yeah. quickly. So how would you answer yeah, that? Yeah, like, I think similarly, like I can totally relate to the, the aspect of like, I've got this, the just, the, I, it's almost like forgetting. Mm, mm-hmm to submit and rely and depend it's like for me i need to just remind myself that nothing i'm doing is my own ability Mm -hmm. and my own control and my own anything Mm -hmm. right yeah you know when things are going well or poorly it's right we take credit when they're going well. i know (laughs) and then we blame god when they go poorly even like if things are going well like sometimes i just need the reminder to like thank you god Mm. for making that so easy yeah you know like not a lot of things seem easy and that's probably because we don't we don't give credit on like when things are easy, we just like gloss over. It's like, well, that was how it's supposed to be. But right. we're like, <laughs> yeah. we, we notice everything that's hard, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, Oh God, why is everything so hard? Yes. But like It's not. And we just probably aren't saying thank you God for making that little thing easy. Yeah. And appreciating it when it is smooth. Right. Or right. It wasn't just you me. You do get the first parking right. spot in yeah, the right. giant <laughs> right. store lot. Right. <laughs> exactly. It's little things like that. Like, Oh yeah, that, that was something that could have been a lot harder. A minor annoyance mm-hmm. that just wasn't. Yeah. And thank you, God, for that little blessing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he, that's a form of surrender, too, I think. You know, he's absolutely. in total control yeah. of of this world and, and the universe and, and cares personally. Mm-hmm. So, like, when things go well, wow, yeah. God, thanks. That's yeah. good. I love that. Like, gratitude is, because we have to lower our pride. Right. We have to recognize that... I didn't we, do that. <laughs> yeah. And give him credit and yeah. and just acknowledge. Right. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that, Eric. That's so good. Look at what Insights we're learning today. I Eric really like Kelly. this. Yes. <laughs> no, this is good. This is so good. This is fun. <laughs> so you, we have some things just that we've been discussing as a staff. Yeah. You know, we pray, we do pray for our community. <laughs> we love our community so yeah. much. And we've been talking about like, what is God up to? What is he doing in the, in the, in our community in the lives of yeah. the people in our community? And in what ways do we see him showing up? And yeah. in what ways do we see life transformation? Like, this is why we do what we do. Right. Is, you know, we get to to hear and to see what God's doing and how he's changed a life is just, it's amazing. Yeah. It's incredible. It's so inspiring. It's a privilege, yeah. Part of this, like, series, again, is to focus on those things and really draw attention to how God is working. And, you know, as part of that, we thought it might be fun to share some of the behind the curtain, Mm, you know, what we're thinking about as a, as a staff and how we're praying and what we're hoping and praying our community 
could look like. Mm -hmm. And not just like collectively as our community, but for every single person within our community to kind of what could their lives look like. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you've been at, I think Troy talked about these things at like a recent, Mm -hmm. I think maybe the annual meeting or Mm -hmm. something. Yep. These things have lingered, you know, and they've been kind of a compass Mm -hmm. sort of tool for our interactions with our, you know, ministry leaders and volunteers and for our our planning, right? And there's these, there's these six concepts of what we pray our community and everyone's life within our community would embody. Mm -hmm. And those things are first the messages and worship. Like we want to focus on those two things, Mm. uh, which might seem obvious, right? Because we're at a church, (laughs) like we teach and we worship. They're key components to the operations (laughs) of our, of our services. Right. But to be intentional about Mm. like making the, the, the content yes. of our services be relevant, be just spiritually deep mm-hmm. and biblical. And practical. Um, and practical, and, right. Yeah. Things that will what challenge us yep. and inspire us to respond to God, you know, in mm-hmm. the moment throughout the week, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of maybe a no-brainer, but we felt like we need to call it out. Um, and the same thing with worship. Like, we want to be challenged to, to worship God every day, mm-hmm. right? So those two maybe go without saying, but they're on the list, right? But then a couple other things on this list are the idea of of friendliness and mm-hmm. the aspect of having spiritual friends. Yes. And I don't know, maybe people have, who've been around Capitol have, I, I hope, felt this throughout mm-hmm. the last few months, um, this, this focus on community. You know, we can sense there's, there's a hunger for this right now. Um, mm-hmm. coming out of, you know, what COVID oh, was the last yeah. few years. Just and isolation. And, the isolation yeah. and just, yeah. the. And this isn't just a, we talked about the difference of saying hi and yeah. being happy, you know, right. or genuinely glad to see you, but how are you doing and yeah. how's life going and how can we help you get plugged in? And, right. you know, like where we walk together, you right. know, really establish uh that community aspect of we are in each other's lives enough to know kind of what's happening. Right. Right. Yeah. And it, it's, it's two components. There's two specific components. The friendliness is, is its own thing. It's like, we want our community to be a place where people will genuinely feel mm-hmm. welcome mm-hmm. and they feel the love of Christ. They just can't help, but like, I don't know, they're, they're like fingers in the air feeling the wind. Like, what is that that I'm feeling? Yeah. Like when I walk into this place, I just feel like I belong, mm, right? Yeah. And it's it's this loving environment where um, people feel like they're already a part of it and mm-hmm. belong mm-hmm. Um, the moment they step into the door, mm-hmm. right? Or into a small group or into, yeah. you know. Regardless any, of where they're at right. in their faith journey, exactly, you know? Exactly, yeah. And that's that friendliness component is distinct from we also want this to be a place where people have a really deep spiritual friendship mm-hmm. with someone else here. And that's a focus of, of their life to prioritize that spiritual friendship. You know, someone who's who's not just like you said earlier, saying hi and, you know, small talking with you on the weekend, but like asking, how's it, how's it going? Mm-hmm. And like at following up with you on a thing that you're mm-hmm. challenged by yeah. or, you know, celebrating with you on a thing that mm-hmm. is truly giving you joy Someone and, you and praying text. with yeah. you in the moment. Say, Hey, can you pray for me? Yeah. <laughs> Over text like I've got or... this big thing <laughs> this week and it's eating me up and mm-hmm. oh my gosh, can you, can you pray for me? Yeah. I have some calm about it mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the friendliness can go so far, but then this this is deeper than that. And there's two other things. 
Yes. So uh, cultivating a culture of generosity, you know, this isn't just, we think of generosity sometimes as a financial aspect, which it is. It can be financial, of course, but generous with our talents and our our time. And, you know, whether that's volunteering, whether that's saying, hey, I'm going to lead, you know, a small group or I'm going to volunteer at a weekend service in some aspect, Mm -hmm. the cafe or greeting or, you know, something like that. But then also... So there's a need in our community and we, you know, we really love to tap into some of the local needs as well and to say, hey, just coming through the holidays, you know, we we just had opportunities for people to give directly to different needs in our community for people that are either in need or the organizations that uh, we partner with to give tangibly. And so there's opportunities for generosity, but to maybe take some risks in our generosity to give maybe beyond that. 10% 10% tithe. There's, you know, someone within our community recently, I heard about this was, so someone who's not within our community was coming to Salt Lake to adopt a child. Hmm. And they threw a friend of a friend of a friend sort of situation. Hmm. Just were looking, they were texting people they knew to like find a place yeah. to stay for this hmm. two week period and a car hmm. to borrow. Cause they didn't have a ton of money, you know, to hmm. It's in an adoption's expensive, right? right? There's, yeah. there's, and it was last minute, so like to, a car yeah. rental, wow. you know, for next week, it, you know. Right. But like the generosity outpouring of someone in our community was that, oh yeah, I've got, they can stay at my place and borrow my car. Wow. You know, and yeah, that's incredible. Right. And that's Mm -hmm. not to say if you don't do that, like shame on you, like, no, but there's this, this idea of how can we have a generous spirit? Mm. How can we identify the need and, and without flinching say, I can meet that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's going to make things a little bit uncomfortable or tight for me, but what a joy to be able to right. to offer this to someone else yeah. and to say, I can share what I have. It'll stretch and, me to mm-hmm. not have my car for a week or to share it. Yeah. But yeah, I can do that. Yeah. And that's where praying will will happen in our community yeah. is just we'd we we'd embody that. You know, the this other aspect is is revival. Yeah. And this is a word that a few of us can kind of oh <laughs> this is a big word. Yeah. <laughs> but not picturing the the old time revivals that you know happened 40 50 years ago with the spitting preacher like Troy explains but a revival is when god gets a hold of our heart when we yeah. we we surrender really mm-hmm. and we start surrendering in all these different daily aspects of our lives and we get real hungry for God. Yeah. And we want to follow him and we want to give. We want to worship him and like just give him our all. There's something that happens in us. It's a transformation mm-hmm. that not only is our life changed, but we can't help but have an influence right. on other people. Right. And that's that's revival is right. when we are literally following Christ and letting him have every aspect of our lives. To a point where it's so obvious to the people mm. around us mm-hmm. that there's something going on with them. Yeah. In like the most curious and best way. Yes. That I want to be a part of it. Yeah. They can sense Christ's peace in us when we have a conversation. They can see that we are joyful, yeah. even in a maybe even in a tough time. And people are attracted to that. They're yeah. attracted to what God's doing in our lives. So that's the prayer, right? Mm-hmm. You know, that's the prayer for 
for these next few months on the podcast. That's the prayer for, I think, this this next season of ministry at Capitol, if I can speak so boldly to like mm. make that organizational yeah. statement, you know, but that's like, that's where our staff is praying. That's the direction in which our staff is praying. That's where we mm. feel God leading us. And so Kelly and I wanted to take the next few months on the podcast to lean into that. Mm-hmm. And for you to, in a sense, see what God is up to right. in the lives of some of our staff members mm-hmm. as they are living out their daily discipleship. Yeah. And it's real. Yep. <laughs> it's yeah. Real, it's real. And, it? and then hopefully that will give you ideas and inspiration yeah. to see how God might, I don't know, use some of that insight in your own life too. Yeah. So here's what it's going to look like. We're going to change up the pace a bit of the podcast. We're going to go um, with once a month episodes with a different topic on, you know, discipleship and fill in the blank. And we'll have different staff members talk about each each topic. We still have some really mm. great, just like stories of others mm-hmm. in the queue. And, you know, we are so thrilled. We just like get giddy about <laughs> yes. getting to record some of these stories. And we have a lot of those that we're kind of working towards. Um, we might sprinkle those in mm-hmm. here and there. You, but will, you might get a bonus episode here and there. But we're very excited about those too. <laughs> over the next few months on the 15th, you can expect mm-hmm. one of these discipleship fill in the blank episodes mm-hmm. to drop. And we're excited to share them with you. But we'd love to hear from you too. If you've got mm-hmm. stories that you want to want us to share, want us to think mm-hmm. about, if you've got topics in the community yeah. that you're like, how can we be thinking about this through the lens of faith? We're totally open to, you know, yeah. all of that. Send us an email at stories at capitalchurch.com. And, and and how you eat chili. I really am curious. Yes, I mean, you- please, <laughs> stories at capitalchurch.com, please send us an email. <laughs> Let us know how you eat chili. I'm not kidding. I really want to know. <laughs> there might be another really unique way there to eat it. There probably is, you know. <laughs> They're prob- I hope there is. Cinnamon rolls. Oh, and try it. when you. Here's your homework. Have yes. chili with a cinnamon yes. roll. Yes. Just not, Just not chilly on top of the yeah. cinnamon roll. Have it on the side. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> if you don't, just let, don't let us know. Is this where we say grace and peace? Or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Happy we New Year. We'll be back with you in a couple of weeks. Bye.